Is it going to record? There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. My name's Shem Booth Spain. I'm here with Daniel Krowitz. We have got an amazing show for you folks today. It's called Our Own Crypto Journeys. And it's quite important because we really want to run through how, where we're coming from. Isn't that right, Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, I want to talk about about why, why our journeys led us to where we are now. Yeah. And it's a long old journey, isn't it? Um, I I just mentioned to you a moment ago that my medium post the other day, I did a medium post, ladies and gentlemen, where I said about, and um, Daniel hasn't read it. So I'm going to tell him and tell you people as well. Um, basically, Daniel, I, I did a post the other day where I, I said my position and, and why I moved to Bitcoin Satoshi Vision and my kind of disillusionment with uh, BTC, Lightning Network, a whole year of speculation, how people were kind of punting every crypto as it was the next iPhone upgrade. It was going to be the next Bitcoin replacement. And and I just kind of uh, really uh, said in this post, you know, my personal journey on on how as soon as Hashwalk uh, came, uh, Nakamoto consensus, all these kind of um, this, this, the, the split, I couldn't stand by and I had to be involved, you know, and, and, and someone shared with me a very important image that forever changed my crypto journey forever. I might have this image and we might be able to look at this image together right now. Where is this magic image? It's this magic image. Oh, Seen yeah. this one, Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's really funny. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> can Can you explain um, what this image is for everyone? Yes. Um. So uh, on the left, that is. Um, I remember the, it's the, reverse for us, but it's not reverse for them. If that makes sense. So people watching this, it looks reverse for me and Daniel. People. Really. Oh right. No, I'm. But I see then. the letters. I see the letters in the correct. The correct shape, so I don't think it's reverse for me. That, but that's because you can on, read the matrix. <laughs> okay, on the on the left is source uh, source code or um, like a, a compiled uh, code. It looks like a hex editor. I can't really see it very well, but that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I think it is. So that's supposed to be like like the code is running. It turns on, um, and then we have the original Bitcoin tradition for a while, and those are the first two. Uh, uh, orange, slightly tilted bees, um, uh, and then there's a split, uh, and then there's some kind of a strange uh, symbol on uh, the top row that apparently represents uh, Segwit or the Lightning Network or something, and that's mm-hmm. that's Bitcoin Core, and the green bees that is the continuation of the uh, the 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 real Bitcoin tradition in Bitcoin Cash because Bitcoin Cash had the uh, the green logo for a while. And then there's so just another. Pause, just 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 pause there for a sec because uh, let's just roll back a second. So it's split off into Segwit, right? So for yeah. all our crypto noughts out there, um, the big difference for me that really blew my mind was that. Bitcoin in 2009, the same Bitcoin that Hal Finney, Dave Kleiman, bless their hearts, and Satoshi Nakamoto was using was an on-chain technology. Yeah. But what what this image is showing is that as we've split off on SegWit, which a lot of people reside in at the moment in crypto, believing it to be the original Bitcoin, that, are you saying that's not Bitcoin? 
Oh, well. Just, just for I mean, it works. No, no, it no. works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, SegWit completely changes. So I think Bitcoin is a tradition, right? And um, so traditions can evolve over time, right? But SegWit completely changes the way that people are supposed to use Bitcoin. It, it, I mean, like Bit- Bitcoin is supposed to be an economy. And the the reason that it would become valuable is that there's uh there's um there there's there's reason for people to be engaged in the economy right so there's there's production mm-hmm. happening uh but what segwit does is that it says everybody has to change the uh the transaction format that they've been using so it it changes the rules of of the tradition and makes everybody learn a whole new set of rules for every transaction that they're going to make and if you don't do that then there there isn't enough room on the blockchain for everybody to do everything that they would want to do in the bitcoin economy and there still isn't enough room if people switch to segwit and also <laughs> i recently saw a tweet from luke Desk Jr., where he was saying, like, he was saying, like, don't use SegWit addresses unless you really need them. Use a normal Bitcoin addresses. So now he's saying that people have to um, make sure they're they're switching between the two forms correctly so that we don't run out of room with with so, either yeah. of them. Don't have to, we, we, yeah, I know it's mad, isn't it? We don't have any of that on BSV, do we? It's max yeah. throughput. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. that, boys. Just come on through. In fact, we still we using legacy addresses on BSV now, which is lovely to see that number one at the beginning of a, of an address, isn't it? I don't know about you folks, but I was like, oh, we're using legacy addresses. That's lovely. Um, yeah. Just like so, the old days. Someone's go on. Sorry. Oh well, I'm just Segwit is, is Segwit is basically something that destroys the economy because it makes everybody it 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 multiplies the work right because everybody has to work to learn about SegWit. Um, And so it means everybody has extra work to do when you invent SegWit. Um, And and it's worse than that because then everybody has to learn how to use the Lightning Network. And uh, it it doesn't... They don't care if you're not interested in it. (laughs) Mm. They think that they can just make people... Mm. <laughs> this is this is what you were saying about by by saying that SegWit and Lightning Network and and positioning that as the technology, you're forcing everyone in the space to use that technology as opposed to building on a on a stable initial protocol. So like this kind of initial part, you know, this nucleus that then everything grows on top. So so just going back to the topic, right? You know, yeah, um, Bitcoin Cash, which was a real hard pill for me to swallow, right? You know, and the hash war, I'd always been, and in my Medium post annual, I was saying how, um, you know, I, I, I was um, very against um, Bitcoin Cash. You know, we was always like holding up the banner fight and yeah, you know, you guys split from us, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it what really turned me was when I started understanding, someone showed me this picture and really explained it because, you know, obviously we know that the second green square there, we can see the, the fork that's that's ABC with wormhole and them doing CTOR and all that kind of avalanche stuff. You know, can you just describe that one where we're breaking up there for us, just for any viewers out there 
pop in some questions, ladies and gentlemen. Just quickly, Daniel, crypto capitalists, lovely to see you there. Steen Harvin, great to have you guys on the show the other week. We loved it, loved it, loved it. We're looking forward to Kaching. We're watching you very closely and keep up the great work on Norwegian friends. Um, um, <laughs> okay, that's a very long Dude. question. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Just Hi, go, going back. Uh, tell us about hear- tell us about this green. You know, we're splitting into ABC here. Okay, tell so like <laughs> all of the arguments around when Bitcoin hash was or Bitcoin cash was happening are also so stupid because they were all about uh, metaphysics. Because people were saying like, no, BTC is the real Bitcoin, and then other people would say, no, Bitcoin cash is the real Bitcoin. So, um, uh, so I, I was initially uh, skeptical of, I was skeptical that anybody understood Bitcoin very well uh, when the mm-hmm. split happened because when when they did Bitcoin Cash, they didn't want to fight, so they did replay protection so that there would be two immediately separate histories. If you don't do yep. replay protection then the history splits slowly and people can people can stick together more easily and you know in an economy people need to be able to interact with one another so it's it's better if you don't do replay protection because then there is this option that people can use uh um uh, Ryan X Charles calls it a unified coin and that that allows the people who want to be agnostic about the split to interact as if it's not happening and then then whichever whichever one wins they just continue with that one right so um what i was uh uh so um ha- so what i what i thought might happen is the the events happening on Bitcoin Cash would teach the, the BTC people a lesson and make them realize that they actually needed to compete in some way, and they couldn't. <laughs> they they couldn't. They, you can't be valuable and just spend all of your time duping everybody into using whatever uh, technology you're you're inventing. Like to to me to me everything happening in BTC was all about. Uh, ego and power and uh and and scamming people uh and so mm-hmm. i don't know if anybody really thought that blockstream was a good business model or if anybody thought that it was actually a bad business model uh i i i usually prefer to assume that people just don't know when they design something that doesn't work um but uh, I, 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 you know, um, that's a whole show so, we, could, we could discuss on that. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> basically, BTC had turned into an economy that was like, um, like uh, a, a socialist economy where yep. there there were central planners, and whatever random nonsense would come out of their minds had to be something that everybody went along with, and. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not uh that's not valuable and you know in a capitalist economy everybody is required to optimize by mm-hmm. by the market 
Yeah, in in a, so, a socialist economy, there's uh, the central planner is attempting to escape from being uh, forced to optimize, or he's trying to make the whole economy escape from being forced to optimize. Um, so what ends up happening is whatever random nonsense comes out of his head uh, is what everybody has to do until reality sets in. And that's what ha- was happening on BTC. So, um, and, uh, and there was a massive fee market. So a little bit of history. I understand that was it Greg, uh, Greg Maxwell extended the mean pool time so that it became two weeks and that led to a whole kind of fee market emerging. And, you know, a lot of people in BTC, they don't like to kind of admit that, do they? That, that there is a fee market, you know, a flea market, a fee market, whatever you want to call it, two of the same thing. Well, yeah. what, what's your thoughts on that, Daniel? Well, they don't seem to believe in markets. Uh, they don't seem to believe that. So, well, I just saw something from Peter Todd the other day where he mm-hmm. was saying that uh, merge mining and drive chains are an insidious attack on Bitcoin because you can't control what's, what's going on with them from, from your node at home. And like... To me, that that is uh, that proves he he doesn't understand that the value of Bitcoin is about people being able to interact with one another in order to find value. Because he thinks that you should, it's it's an attack on Bitcoin if people have uh, options for finding value, because you can't control what other people do from from your little node at home right and so Sorry, someone's just hold on pause for two seconds we'll come straight back to that um obviously wormhole's been paused um for our viewers out there and it, it could be in hibernation but we do know that some of the chinese devs have been sacked from that job because jihan's been broke so just yeah. for the viewers out there we could kind of cross that last one off and put sea tour avalanche in there whatever yeah. you choose but that's just yeah. visual representation so going back to this daniel you know, these are the uncomfortable reality truths of what's been changing on Bitcoin from the same Bitcoin as to 2009 when Satoshi Howe and Dave Kleiman were using it to the Bitcoin SegWit that's used today. And that's what you're trying to describe. Yeah. It was there. Did you have a question there or? That was kind of just a bit of a summary for the viewers oh, out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard to un- it's hard for me to understand what other people don't know, um, and and this has always been a big problem for me in Bitcoin because I've always sort of done this thing where um, some kind of news comes out, and then I just think, well, obviously the correct course of action is to do this, and that's that's what I that's what everyone will do, right? But it it takes a really long time for them to learn it. So I'm. I usually feel like I'm sitting here doing, doing uh, what obviously makes sense, and mm-hmm. everybody else is running around doing crazy stuff, and they won't. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> nothing. Nothing will make them learn to uh to to think about the rationality of my position, uh, other than just wearing themselves out with their own stupidity. 
Well, that that's I absolutely understand that, and that's a lot of people from the outside looking in might not understand the the uh, conversations we're having or the perspective that you've got on these topics, and that's why we're making these shows, Daniel, so that we can just get it out there and people can do their own research. We're assuming that people well, yeah, if you know can figure things that we know. <laughs> Um, right, but, but if you can figure out if you can figure out what other people don't know, that's really good. That's really helpful to me. <laughs> well, I'm sure as hell that they ain't going to know some of this stuff, and it, and that's why a lot of these videos are a bit like a red pill to um you know Matrix meme there to to Bitcoiners and crypto people okay, out wait, there. Wait, wait, and, wait, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, well, sorry to interrupt, but but cool. there's a video that I want to recommend called "The Matrix Scientology and Disconnection." And Excellent. this video will teach you everything. It'll it'll make you understand cults. So, but what mm -hmm. you it makes the the movie The Matrix makes more sense if you imagine that Morpheus is the cult leader, and the the uh, the world with all of the robots is mm -hmm. the is the imaginary world that he is creating to control other people. So, so I think that you should actually choose the blue pill. And uh, wow. when I when I explain reality to people, what I'm doing is I'm I'm telling them how the real world uh, really works, as as best as I know. So what I'm saying is like you're not you're not really a superhero, right? Because that's that's what lures people into cults. As you can tell them, you'll tell them that they'll get superhuman powers and stuff like that. And you say like cosmic events hinge on what uh, what what we're doing in here. Uh, when re you know, and if you leave the cult, you have to accept that you'll probably just have to do some dumb, boring job instead. You know. Uh, so, so when, when uh, Morpheus says, "If you take the blue pill, you will wake up tomorrow." And you will not know any of this and you'll be back in your boring job. So you're using that metaphor to, to describe how these kind of organizational hierarchies are within crypto specifically. Yeah. But I mean, I think Bitcoin is really exciting, I, I, but I would like it to be about build, building stuff that's going to make it more useful. Uh where whereas what i think it has been about for the past few years is uh uh people being lured around lured in by uh ideas that they don't understand that that are that are just imaginary and uh that just just prevent anything anything that's really good from happening so, so, so almost, I'm just trying to break this down because we've got a few people asking us, did he just say Scientology and Matrix? <laughs> you mean a video that you saw, Daniel, um, that gives a great understanding as a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There's a YouTube video. Sorry if that wasn't clear. The name of the video is Scientology, The Matrix and Disconnection. And it's made by Aaron Smith-Levin, who is a former Scientologist. And uh, yeah, I want to. I, I show that that one to people a lot. It, it's it's going to blue pill you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So so let's let's wind this back because we're going to leapfrog everywhere. But I, I, what I want to do is try to get people to follow us on it because we're going to we're diving deeper, and I can feel ourselves getting sucked down the rabbit hole, right? 
Um, well, let's let's just just go back to this uh, this history. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me bring the magic picture up because this is the context to to and and anyone that's in crypto don't, um, that's new to our shores over at Bitcoin SV, we're really trying to explain where we're coming from, isn't it, Daniel? Yeah. So, I mean, it's been very hard for me to understand. Um, what's what's been going on? Uh, so there there's some things that happen in Bitcoin that are just weird, and I think that mm-hmm. it has to do with the incentive for people to become more closely interconnected around the world, uh, because Bitcoin. Um, it it creates this this greater incentive for people to cooperate with one another, but I think that if you combine that with a bunch of uh, random stupid ideas invented by central planners, it's kind of it kind of creates a, a sort of mass hysteria. That I mean, of course, that's mass hysteria has happened before. But now it's kind of like a worldwide thing uh, because people are so uh, so interconnected with one another, um, and it's like a, like everybody in every, everybody on the internet in a certain group anyway is is all feeling the same emotions at the same time because of the price, right? And it, it just it's just it just is weird uh it how how quickly it, it's hard for me to 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 describe <laughs> can, can, but, can i describe that because i had yes. that i i wrote i wrote in my article on medium right uh let me read this line and this may um i was explaining how i felt in in the article around the time i started to see um how btc so-called ogs were just asking people to keep buying btc in the next hope of an all-time high futures cme etc was compressing price innovation on btc was stagnating for at least the last six months and we've all been banging on about lightning network with no actual adoption taking place everyone and their exchange was getting into crypto stable coins and the whole space in Bitcoin BTC had started to take on a socialist Marxist theme. People were coming into the space and co-opting Bitcoin and placing a ism onto it. And now there's a line where I said in there, um, uh, where is it? I should have found it before I said but that's my bad. But I ba- I'm basically saying that that I my emotions were following the price ticker, and it, and almost like a like it's the basic principle of crap traders, isn't it? <laughs> that yeah. the herd follow all they follow yeah. these cycles, and 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 if we look at the herd, and this is what I would like people to see from this show is to kind of detach from the BTC herd, think for themselves, and see perhaps the the error of of how Bitcoin hasn't. Bitcoin BTC isn't the BTC that Satoshi and Hal Finney was using. I think that's the real key. I think people have got to remember that the Bitcoin that Satoshi was using in 2009, Daniel, isn't the Bitcoin of Segwit. He would, yeah. you know, it's a completely different thing. It's like saying cheese and and you know camembert and <laughs> um, and cheddar. They're two different cheeses, you know. Yeah. Well, to to me, BTC is like. Um the worst possible version of Bitcoin. Like it's like, Mm. if you were to, 
try to imagine uh, 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 possible futures of Bitcoin, and you were to tell me the the BTC future, <laughs> I would I would say, well, why would we want that when we could just have yeah when we could just have have one with a high bandwidth that everybody uses and it's a worldwide currency. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, th- I I mean, for me, I mean, the the whole transact slow transactions and the kind of Bitcoin um, BTC resting on its laurels saying, well, we're a store of value. And, and that kind of narrative to really admit to themselves, say, look, you know, we were supposed to be a global <laughs> valuable currency. And now suddenly everyone's saying it's gold. You know, That's, that, that, that is- I mean. That is, they will just say anything. They will say anything. Yeah, like that. That is the psychology of cults, Daniel, isn't it? Because what that what one is actually doing there is not omitting the reality of the scenario. One is going with. They're so heavily invested into it that they've they're they're now defending it rather than going with what was actually meant to be. So BSV, just for the record, ladies and gentlemen, any new viewers out there. And can I have some likes on this? Someone's disliked this. Who's come in here and disliked this video? Get out of the room. Come on. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now, no, you need to be you need to be uh, open-minded no. to all ideas. So Absolutely. Um, but they need to be open-minded to this reality that we're discussing yeah. here today in this show. Because this yeah, is a difficult they, they pill to, to swallow. They have to, they have to decide that they need to be open-minded. You can't. It's If you tell people that, then that's just manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Are you people ready have to, to take people have to decide to leave. Absolutely. So, so I, you know, going back to you know, for me, Bitcoin SV is regained the legs. It's fast, ultra portable. Somewhat, you know, we um, the Kaching guys who are here today watching this video, they sent us a cent, and I was just blown away. No one had sent me a cent before. <laughs> I, yeah. I should have asked someone too sooner, but I received a cent. It was one, two, three, bing. It was on Cent B app, which uh, wallet, which I recommend. But so, so you know, the value proposition um, and the speediness is now returned. Bitcoin SV is the 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 iteration of Bitcoin. Yeah, well, so I mean, I agree with everything you said, but to me, what's really valuable is the the people is it, the the culture. See, it's. The, the rules are good, but what's really good is the culture because um, what, what creates more value is uh, synergy. And you can't have that unless people understand that they need to work together. And when we have uh, factionalism, that means people are they're, – they're, they're trying harder to be powerful – than they are to add value. And there really shouldn't be anybody uh, behaving this way because it's, it's mm. always more valuable if everybody can work together. So, so, I, so I think- how, how do we get more of crypto to see what we're seeing over here at BSV um, on Mars? Well, we're, <laughs> I, I, think, I think really the only thing you can do is convince people that, you don't need them because uh, that's something that you can that's something that you can convince other people of even if they don't want to look at what you have you know mm-hmm. so they they can't like if you're talking to somebody they can't uh, and and you show them that you don't really need them they can't unsee that right because everybody 
everybody else in crypto is a bag holder and uh or or they're 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 trying to get you to join them you know what i mean because uh, they're trying to pump the price up uh but what people on bsv are trying to do is add value uh, uh or um uh and um if if we really are doing that then 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 we know other people will notice eventually okay maybe maybe they're mm-hmm. maybe they're noticing much more slowly than we would like <laughs> but uh but if you if if you are in the good position you don't have to worry about other people joining you so you you can you can convince other people that you don't need them mm-hmm. So someone's asked us a question. I'd like you to answer it first because we often get questions on the channel and I'd like us to respond to these, Daniel. So um, this is the question. Ruth, um, thanks for firing that. Any other questions, feel free to um, chop them down, people. Right. Do you think BTC needs to die for BSV to rise from the ashes? Or do you think BTC crashing would take the whole sector down with it? I think BSV would rise eventually, but it's going to be very painful. Answer it first, Daniel. I'll pause. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm done with BTC. I, I think they're all idiots. Whatever. Whatever they do won't really affect anything in the end. Uh, okay. Let Let me answer that because um, I think I I wrote in my medium post actually. I th- because for me because and let me switch it on so you can see my opposable thumbs and you know I'm a real human. Uh, for for me. My personal journey um, and re- realizing this 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 truth that that um, BTC isn't fulfilling um, what it was meant to do and the fragmentation in the crypto scene, I I I am prepared personally, um, and I think it's a worthy. We must sacrifice BTC to get the job done, and how could that affect them? This isn't financial advice. Don't sue me <laughs> for my opinion. This is my opinion. And I'm allowed to have my opinion as we all are on this beautiful planet. Um, I think, I think that, that too much speculation, too much fragmentation in the market, um, has watered it down. There would be nothing more amazing for me, Daniel, than if everyone was focusing on, um, um, one crypto. Um, and because the capacity and the technology on Bitcoin, Satoshi vision, AKA the real Bitcoin works today, not tomorrow in 18 months time when it gets built, not on your Raspberry Pi next month when you manage to order one. It works right now. And uh, and the the throughput is is absolutely unlimited. And there's a clear focused leadership, focused development. There is a massive community already. There is it's only been two months and we've had um, businesses, applications, wallets, all sort all manner of things coming online. And it's only going to get stronger. Um, I think that we're in for my personal opinion on the market, and I don't want to get stuck in spri- uh, price because that's one of the great things about this space, isn't it, Daniel? That everyone doesn't holler on about price. Um, but I will yeah. say what, what my personal opinion is um, for 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 this. I think that we're in for a, a market reset, and I think it's going to be a good thing. I think when you have so much fluff, so much vaporware, and so much speculation with no actual underlying utility and and no actual uh, adoption, 
um, even if Lightning Network came tomorrow, which it's not going to come, um, there's no adoption. It's not like we've got a country waiting to come on board and they're all going, is it ready yet? We're, we're you know, um, <laughs> big institutional money is scared away um, from crypto at the moment. People don't want to touch um um, touch a, a number of different currencies because of the prolonged bear market that's been over a year and and this and adoption and utility isn't backing it up that's my personal opinion that's how i think that we're we're in for a tough time and and in my article i said it's um, i thought i just wanted to get out of btc i as soon as i realized that i was wasting my time on something that wasn't going to fulfill a global stable monetary system that wasn't going to have the legs to be able to onboard the masses um you know i just thought i'm not going to waste my time playing lambos and speculating and chasing numbers and and the whole kind of gutter uh, speculative psychology uh, which we've discussed in length, haven't we? Is it's a big turnoff for me. I don't like, I don't like that feeling of, of, of oh yeah, you know. I, th- there's a story I said, Daniel, in this Medium post, right? Um, it was in the all-time high last year, right? And I remember I was a massive going, right? Oh, everyone get into Bitcoin. This is going to explode even more, you know, da da da. And I, I said to someone I knew, and he come back to me, he goes, oh, I'm in crypto. I, get, I said, did you get Bitcoin? He went, no, I'm, I got Tron. And I was just like. <laughs> Okay, I, I and that that for me, and I wrote in the Medium article, um, which if someone could post it in the chat would be really useful. Um, that for me really summarised that, that you know my and my distaste because I'd come into crypto in in Bitcoin after the Mt. Gox what, um, when I found out about um, Bitcoin in the news, and because of its twenty one million limit, limited and the fact that it was a stable form of money that was outside of government manipulation, and and in that respect it very much attracted me. I thought that wow, wow, money and is something that we haven't developed and it's a big problem on planet Earth. Debt based money, you know, there's a whole conversation we can have off the back of that. But you know, for for me, I think I think we're going to have to sacrifice because the we um crypto and bitcoin and the whole system has has been built on sands uh, pillars of sand and and the the natural forces of the market when they're not supported by real genuine economic growth are giving way and we're seeing this we look at this when and what do you reckon this answer this 10% mining power left btc and we had a 50% price drop that's not sustainable so you know People can make their own assumptions from that that numerical fact that that come of the day, come of the hour, because the value proposition of um, Bitcoin is dissolving before our very eyes. And when there's no value proposition, what are they going to do? Say, and I don't want to beat anyone up that's in BTC because I've got friends, loved ones and blah, blah, blah. And it's a long and this is our personal journey that we're talking about for for this for this, the context of today's show, but you know that is the key problem. When that when that speculative value proposition, which is the only thing that kind of B, people in BTC are, are kind of using to support their argument, they should just forget that because when value is built on genuine economic growth and underlying utility, then it is valuable, and the price will be an honest price, and it will be a stable price. And it would be a price that would be longevity. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to make money. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be profitable. You know, businesses do that all the time. That is a capitalist notion, you know. And um, thank you very much, Steen, for um, for sharing the article. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's all about building on pillars of stone. 
And the great thing about Bitcoin SV that I, I, I think is the fact that it, it is valuable. It's growing as opposed to growing down. And the fact is it's ultra fast and portable. And like this beautiful, beautiful image that we're going to continue discussing shows it is the original real Bitcoin. And that is the blue pill, isn't it? That's yeah. the blue pill that, that, that <laughs> no one in that, that a lot of people won't get in BTC and, and Bitcoin Cash. I, I can't understand. You answer this for me, Daniel. As an outsider, I can't understand how a lot of Bitcoin Cash guys and girls and and boys and girls um have all have all gone they've all gone over to ABC and they were all banging on about big blocks and on chain and now they're just going well you know we can't go for 32 now can we oh my god okay wait <laughs> yeah so yeah what i don't understand so this it, bitcoin has been kind of like being in a horror movie for me cuz what i've seen is many people being mass manipulated very easily and it's it's just uh it's just creepy to watch um so when so we started seeing some similar shenanigans going on in bitcoin cash um and then we had another split and um what it's it's just it's just hard to describe what was going on then. Well, first of all, like in in BTC, I could see, I I could see like I could see the culture as as it was changing, and it it seemed like people were were just letting it happen to themselves, and they were becoming a part of it without realizing that they were different. So I saw people who had got into Bitcoin and were very excited about building on it and uh, about, you know, creating the new world economy who would gradually just uh, turn into core zombies. And, you know, when they did that, that, that meant they weren't doing any real work. They, because in the core model, the only thing that, you can do if you're not in the uh, if you're not in this the central uh, if you're not one of the central uh, planners then the only thing you can do is whatever they tell you to do so so effectively all all of the work in BTC uh, only only the central people can really do important work um, and many many more people were sort of mass manipulated into um to into just being uh being like their their drones um and sort of not not seeing that the the economy was being hollowed out um and it it wasn't turning into a valuable economy um since a a centrally planned economy isn't valuable and people would still buy in on it because they didn't know how to assess uh, what was happening at all. And, and also Bitcoin grows so quickly that uh, it's very difficult to, um, to, to transmit culture. So you can suddenly have 10 times more people who don't have any idea about 
why um, why the first group of people was there, and uh, they're not they're not necessarily getting getting their information from uh, from you know from from people who uh, I mean no nobody really knows what's really valuable, but they they're not they're not selecting where they're getting their information from very well, right? So you can have hu- huge groups of people that just believe crazy nonsense um, that uh, th- be- because they don't, they don't understand why, uh, it, why Bitcoin is valuable in the first place, right? So mo- most people have never thought about why money is valuable. And uh, in, in BTC, many people... I think believed that the value was entirely has to do with the fact that it's a crypto system, right? And so they were obsessed with the cryptography, and they Absolutely. say like, "Oh, I'm I'm investing in crypto." Uh, when really, like the the cryptography is that's um, that's just part of the culture of Bitcoin. Like it's it's a very important part, but. That on its own, that's just like um like like a foundation, right? Pe- people still have to actually uh, want to interact with one another in order for it to be an economy. So so anyway, similar shenanigans going on in ABC, uh, in uh, well in Bitcoin Cash, and um, it's it's just hard for me to to understand. Uh, what, what, what goes on that, that makes people so easily controlled, but like, I, um, you know, the, the thing that, uh, that made me see that, that stuff was getting really crazy was when I saw, uh, Omri trying so hard to discredit Craig Wright and, like I knew that that wasn't going to work, um, and because and he also, doesn't have ten PhDs. <laughs> yeah, well, and also, and 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 also that shows that he is focusing more on his own power, personalities. Yeah, more more on his own power than on adding value. Because if if you're better at adding value, you don't need to discredit other people. Yeah, it's it's an interesting com- uh, comment. I I from an outsider because obviously at that point in history, um, you know, personally for me, I I wasn't in the the Bitcoin Cash camp. But from the outside looking in, I I I, I was very perplexed because I I kind of saw that that there was these these kind of very you know making it about personalities and you know it's it's no secret you know dot dot right Craig right. He's a tough, he's not, he's like the lecturer that we've, well, I had a lecturer like him, a lecturer at university that just didn't take any shit. And if you said some silly comment, he'd just, he'd just absolute barrier because he didn't have time for stupid comments. He was trying to teach. He was in the middle of a lecture, you know, and, 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 and like you say, sometimes we assume that everyone knows what we know or whatever, do you know? And, and, you know, I just, I, and when when I'm and looking at side, you know, and seeing Amory and all that kind of stuff, I, I just found it a big philosophical um, split. I was just like, ah, oh, guys, I think that um, 
you know, you've got kind of faction emerging, factionism, you know, that people are, are kind of going into these little groups and making it about personalities and rather than the main mission. You know, I'm a musician. So and, you know, my the people that I work with, um, shout out to Jay or Delara. He's, he's my master that teaches me. But, um, you know, we're used to dealing with musicians and musicians and bands that the drummer doesn't like the guitarist. And you have to kind of say, look, sort it out. You're in the main band, dude, you know, and, and the, or the, the, the guitarist has slept with the bassist's girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, my goodness. What, what have you done? We've got to perform tonight. Well, I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's a really great analogy. And I can't believe how much people would rather would rather split up than um than um over personalities over yeah, humans than, you know than, ra- than rather than look, look, yeah yeah i i i think it's the point where ego is coming into the picture do you think perhaps you strike me as someone daniel that it, um is quite focused on to on the the development side as opposed to the social side you know, and some people get stuck in the social side, you know, like monkeys together, you know, rather than trying to get the honey out of the, the honey nest, they're too busy whacking the other monkeys on the head with a stick. You know what I mean? Trying to be leader. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I like the monkey analogy because uh, Bitcoin is like the monolith from 2001. Yes, Space Odyssey. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. that and we're, we're, we're still wrangling over control of the monolith, aren't we? You're right. Yeah. Mon- yeah. Yeah. The, um, the monkeys are bashing each other, trying to control. And the thing is, I, the, what turned, and I wrote this in the Medium article as well. I said, because I, as an outsider, I didn't really like CSW, but he grew on me like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why is I read all his, watched all his videos, really kind of like, I thought, what's this guy about? Let's, let's throw myself in there and find out what, what's his, what his unwavering focus to the, the universal project of Bitcoin. I yeah. mean, there's not many people in this space, right, that since day one have got a clear picture that has not changed. I think he knows a lot more about Bitcoin than a lot of people give him credit for. Not that well, he's a god, no man's a god. You know, we're all human beings, yeah? We're all monkeys around the monolith. But I feel like he's probably had a go at sitting on top of it and scratching it a bit, And whereas the other monkeys are still going up to the monolith and <laughs> they're scared right. of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean yeah i mean is that a good yes. analogy yeah well i think i i think that he he uh, people don't like him because he he puts them to shame by being so far ahead yeah yeah i and do you know what there's not for, for me i think that's a, that's a good thing that's exciting i like to see someone has got a, a grasp of of and a vision of the technology you know and 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 obviously this is a global effort bitcoin is a global effort everyone that's um making stuff doing stuff and involving themselves in stuff is contributing to the to the growth of the monolith yeah um yeah. and the growth of the bitcoin consciousness we're gonna have to go deeper down the rabbit hole <laughs> i can feel it <laughs> yeah but it is though i mean go back to the monolith point just quickly give a summary to everyone that might have just stumbled on this video what, what do we mean by the monolith thing the 2001 oh, space. Well, the movie 2001, which is one of the greatest movies ever, that movie yep. is about evolution and it's about finding the next stage of human evolution. 
At least that's how I interpret it. So the monolith is kind of like the force of evolution that pushes people forward to achieve new things. Um, so I think that uh, uh, Bitcoin is like the monolith because it it uh, it changes the way that people interact with one another. And one thing that I have seen that um, that I wasn't expecting to be such a big problem is people not understanding it and just trying to do everything they can to stupidly try to ruin it. <laughs> uh, and so to me, th that, that makes me feel like, um, like uh, I, I'm the next phase of human evolution because I understand the Bitcoin, then that's the, that's the new environment. So I'm, I'm like a homo Bitcoinist and, uh, and, uh, the people in, in BTC are, um, they're like, uh, like the, um, the, the apes from the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says a good comment, Jerry French. Let me just quickly sideline credit, buddy off topic, but remember he says still Finley. Um, uh, he says, uh, Remember, it was split, meaning people who are not fans like Bitmain have a million BSV. And with down markets, lots of people must pick what to sell to keep their position alive. They must do it over time to get the most. This is not efficient, but a reality. Well, there's, I mean, there, there's there's a point in there. that the, the, You know, people are going to, um, how can we put it? So the monkeys round the monolith. Some monkeys wear yellow T-shirts. Some monkeys wear blue T-shirts. They are not going to want to get rid of their their different coloured monoloths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, quickly, because it might make the monolo main monoloth go down. No, it won't, because the main monoloth is the true iteration of Bitcoin. Yeah, but it might make their coloured monoloth go down. So it's it's interesting when we think about it as monkeys and and humans with monoloths, because it it kind of does put it a bit more into framework and. I, I really just want people to, to kind of unify, you know, when we say the word unified coin, it really lifts my spirit. Cause I think, you know, um, and when I think of unified coin, I think of one Bitcoin BSV, just as we showed in our magic image, because if people were really to start, you know, if we, we get the masses get, get, and I think that we all agree that that's the target audience of BSV is the masses, not crypto because there's a lot more of them out there and um but and that, that you know but i would like to see more bitcoiners come over and and people from other cryptos because you know we've actually got a working cryptocurrency for a start so they they they're, i'm sure they're going to enjoy it but you know i mean how do you think that we can uh, traverse this this kind of space uh, at the moment daniel i mean you know wake them up to the the great bitcoin monolith well i mean I, I think that um, uh, in, investment is all about correctly predicting the future. So, like, if you, you know, uh, so if if I've if I've made my choice about which coin I think will win, and then I start telling other people what I think a good choice is, they they really shouldn't listen to that because that is. Uh, that's potentially manipulation and uh, pumping. So, I mean, I, I think th this goes this goes back to what I was saying about convincing people that you don't need them, because really, like 
that that is something that distinguishes you if you like uh, people won't see that from other people you know what i mean so mm-hmm. uh i think that you can convince people to to take a closer look at what you're doing but mm-hmm. while while they're doing it you want to feel like you want them to feel like there's no pressure so you don't even want them i mean, well you told me you're a salesman so i mean you probably understand all of this don't stuff. Tell I'm anyone. Sorry. Sorry. That's my Jedi mind trick. Oh, okay. <laughs> it won't work if you tell everyone. The monkeys won't come closer to the monolith. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, but, I'm joking. I'm, I'm okay, but, but but it, marketing course, uh, community. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Let me just wind back and uh, and and then we'll flip forward. There is something amazingly already attractive about this space, isn't it? And it's not just me. It's actually the fact that. Bitcoin SV doesn't need any other currencies and is sailing on its journey forward and it's going forward towards the rest of the world faster and stronger than any other currency currently has is or is potentially going to do within the next two years. Just flipping back onto what you say and, you know, that that's very different from other cryptos, isn't it? Because when you listen to these other cryptos, what they've got to say, what they usually say, I'll buy it. It's the new iPhone X of crypto. It's the next Bitcoin. But you're saying something very different, Daniel, aren't you? You're saying a philosophical and that I think we should really pause on for a moment and reflect on if if I sound like a a religious leader. (laughs) But you're saying that we should almost keep sailing on into the distance and say bye-bye crypto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many people outside of Bitcoin who aren't biased by uh, the ideas that are already in it. Um, But yeah, I mean, people who are in BTC have some experience if they can unlearn uh, some of the, um, the bad habits that, that they have learned. Um, uh so i mean the, like the the thing about bsv is that uh you you no matter how big it is you can keep you can keep adding value right it's better it's anything in with anything in bitcoin it's better to get in early right uh and, but unlike in btc you you can keep adding value to BSV no matter no matter how big it gets because we don't have this centrally uh, centrally planned economy thing going on that that they have in BTC. Um, so uh, that and, and that paused, but wait 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 you said something you, we discussed this last week and you've just you've just dropped a little gem there. You've said this centrally planned overarching technology. What you mean by that, and let me let me say it back to you, and you can correct me if I've got this wrong, because I want everyone out there to to hear this. By saying we're going to do SegWit and Lightning Network, if you don't like it, go away. You're you're forming a, a barrier that's keeping everyone in, as opposed to on BSV. There's a stable core nucleus that everything grows around. Yeah, right. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, B, excuse me, B, BSV can sustainably grow, right? Mm-hmm. We, we don't need uh, anyone. Yeah. So, uh, so 
you you should you should want to join us. If you don't want to, I, I don't know yeah. what's wrong with you. <laughs> Why that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The monolith. Don't you want to evolve? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. Yeah. I was just I was just thinking about this last night because that's what it, it looks like to me sometimes. Uh yeah, people in BTC are like people who are saying, no, must not evolve. <laughs> That's not oh, that's not gonna, gonna work. Up. Okay, sorry, sorry, that just won't work. It's not good. It's they're not trying good. to keep ideas out. They're trying to they're trying to protect themselves from the new ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> we all know that how things like that go when new ideas ideas are dangerous things, aren't they? They're they're innovative, progressive, evolutionary um energetic uh, kind of concepts that can open up people's minds and create new possibilities and limitless you know boundaries and, and yeah that's dangerous all right that's very dangerous especially when it's disruptive technological progress in which you know you're talking about in bsv is is technologies and a whole new trillion multi-trillion potential dollar fabric in which you know the businesses of tomorrow are going to be built on that could potentially disrupt the businesses of old so yeah i totally get that dude and that's the thing we're in such a i often this was a thought i had the other day speaking of the 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 2001 space odyssey uh, metaphor that that we often use is is that it feels like that the the Bitcoin Satoshi vision um, space is is almost you know why all the other monkeys are playing with their their sticks you know um, we're over around the monolith we're 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 looking at how to uh, interact with the monolith and 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 we're trying to figure out how to work with it on a greater scale you know yeah we're ramping that up. Yeah, we're building the temple. We're going to build the ziggurat. Yeah, 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 <laughs> all around it. Like the monkeys are coming over, and like you know, and yeah, I, I, I think there's a, there's a great, um, you know, uh, there's someone said a great comment. Shem's evolutionary monolith. Easy. <laughs> I don't want to. Easy. Keep it clean. <laughs> no, um, but I think there's a, there's, there's a, there's a massive truth there, isn't it? Because you know what we're talking about is is not just a currency in bitcoin and and bsv which is what i mean and and the whole metanet how how are you feeling with with this this concept of the metanet and a lot of people haven't really uh clicked onto its potential i think well uh to me metanet is just kind of um so well let me let me go back a bit cuz one of the things that i had trouble with early on in bitcoin was people saying you should spend your bitcoins. And I would always say, well, no, I would rather spend dollars because dollars suck. So I want to get rid of them. Right. So, and, and I thought that, you know, so like I wish I had emphasized this more, but what people should have been doing, you need to find ways of convincing people to give you bitcoins that, um, that are not available with the national currencies. Right. So like people got uh, this, uh, the, the BTC maximalists, they, they believed that they didn't need to spend bitcoins <laughs> or that that wasn't a functionality that needed to be supported. 
But well, that's um, where the whole gold thing come from, wasn't it? They got stuck in this gold concept, and now look at that—that's sinking down with the price as well. It's not going to be gold if there's no yeah. price. But MetaNet really is something that doesn't work with the national currencies. So to me, MetaNet is kind of um, the most obvious. Um, like the it's it's just it's just the best place to start with Bitcoin. Because we we can do micropayments with Bitcoin, and uh, you can serve uh, you can serve information at a very low price, and um, this this really changes the economics of information. So um, the old the old social networking um, was based on luring luring people in. See the 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 users are the product, right? The advertiser is the real customer of the social networks. Mm -hmm. So they they want to lure people in so that they will look at ads. But if you do uh, micropayments uh, to to interact with your social network, then the user is the customer, and you're just you're paying to. Uh, to get content from other people and you're, you're paying to post content. Uh, and um, the value, the, you, you, the, the social network needs to be valuable to you in order to earn those fees. Um, and so even if it's just, uh, just pennies to, um, to to post uh, comments or something, uh, you you could end up spending a few dollars on your social networking in a day. Uh, I mean, if if you're if you if you like to spend time talking with other people, right? You could still spend only a few dollars on it, but over time, that that adds up in volume for the social network, and then so then finally the users can be the customers. And that's something that uh, you need to spend bitcoins on because uh, it doesn't work with dollars or the other nationals, mm. uh, which has has to do with the fact that they are either uh, pieces of paper or numbers in a computer that people just have to remember what they are, right? Whereas mm. whereas bitcoin creates this um, this this incentive that requires everybody to agree um, it, with, with the nationals, you have to force everybody to agree, right? Cause you need the, and you need them all the, the internet work, the banking system. That's all, uh, yep. uh, all uh, like a big, uh, big hierarchy with the, um, mm -hmm. the federal reserve at the center. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think um, for me as a content creator, I'm really excited about the potential of data storage, um, especially as the, um, the 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 capacity gets bigger um, for files of different types to be locked within the blockchain and accessed um, as payment. Um, I think of music. I think of video content. I think of all different kinds of, you know, the, I, I was trying to imagine the other day what kinds of businesses could be created. I was thinking there's so much potential. There's whole services that we couldn't even begin to imagine that, that are potentially possible, you know, and it's really down to, you know the limits of our imagination um on on a potential you know i i you know everyone complains about um 
bureaucracy and things like that. I think there's so much potential to streamline those things, you know, with with something like MetaNet. And I, you know, but I don't want to talk about the altcoins and whatnot or waste my time with that. But, um, you know, I really feel that in BSV and, and what I've found is, is you know, that there is things on BSV that are not even being considered on other coins. We're way ahead of the curve. What do you think? Yeah, that's yeah. Don't don't tell anyone. Yeah. Don't tell anyone, man. <laughs> you, you didn't hear that. <laughs> don't tell anyone, mate. <laughs> we do not want to let the investors know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they're coming in and try to put their segwit and their avalanche yeah, and their sea tour. We, we don't want to encourage too much speculation. So any yeah, anything yeah, yeah. that you might hear about BSV being more advanced. Just don't pay any attention to that. <laughs> take take the blue pill. Go home. <laughs> Sit with your wife. Put the TV yeah. on. And uh, now th- this is why that, and and this is how I I was thinking. You know, CSW, bit of a genius, isn't he? Genius, because yeah, just a bit. He's, <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't like to don't like to blow smoke up his ass, right? But um, you know, it, the, the, there is so much potential application for this technology. I mean, this monolith is going to take us to it, it, the word is is it's going to take us to Mars, isn't it? <laughs> it's gonna, oh, I don't. I thought that was funny. Uh, I like the idea of going to Mars. Fuck the moon. We're, oh, we're yeah. out. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mars yeah, is the yeah. uh, that's the advanced technology location. We're gonna um, yeah, that's like it's total recall shit. You know, when they at the end, you put the hand on the thing and things come down and oh yeah, out, I love baby. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quaid. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of a comment. I was trying to think of one of the because there's so many great lines in that film. Total Recall, another classic film. Hopefully, we'll be broadcasting the show from Total Recall Mars within the next. Um, Steve said a great comment. He said, this is the emperor of Bitcoin talking to the Austin powers of Bitcoin. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping I was a kind of Aragon from from Lord of the Rings, but I'm Austin powers. (laughs) You can you can be whatever you want to be. Don't let other people uh, define you. I'm I'm only teasing. I can handle it, Daniel. Don't worry. I'll be Austin powers. Yeah, baby. Yeah. But uh, hey, uh, someone said, Brian, you said a great comment. I'm going to say his comment, Daniel. What do you reckon? Uh, S- and Daniel, can you bring up the YouTube channel uh, at your end so you can see what comments people are saying? Because I'd like you to be able oh, to okay, sure. uh, interject yeah. me. You know, let me read this one out, though, while you get that sound. Well, SV, I don't know what it only, is. Just, uh, I don't know. What is the link to this video? <laughs> no, uh, let me send you a link there, but. I'll send it in the chat thing. Hold on. Uh, looking, for, I'm looking forward to it. I want more people coming on the show. We love having, you know, this is a regular thing. Me and Daniel doing this philosophy workout, you know, motivation. I, I know our crypto journey. I've got to admit, you've been very consistent in your crypto journey from my research, Daniel. I've stalked you online. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, but you be. have been consistent. You've tried, yeah, and and you know everyone grows. We we're all growing and splishedy splashed in in the um, cryptoverse, right? 
let me say this comment because I didn't get the chance. S uh, by Brian. Thank you very much for sending it. SV not only has a working product, but also a working industry. And that's an interesting concept, isn't it? We're, we have almost said goodbye, crypto. We are focusing and going to build an industry because there's been a ton of businesses opened up, haven't they? Loads of people are getting connected. By the way, little uh, I've got a little, uh, um, we are setting up at the moment, courtesy of Brendan, who's a legend. Um, we're setting up global uh, SV meetups on a new website. Check his tweets in the SV Global channel, right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, in your respective area, I would love to see different meetups occurring simultaneously around the world as we're all getting connected. We're going to be doing a London one, obviously. Austin Powers, Ace Ventura, they're all going to be there. Do not worry. I might even play a song with a guitar if you're lucky. Um, but I think it's important that we that we meet person to person, voice to voice, brain to brain, eye to eye, so that we can speed up this process. Because, um, you know, we are at the thin end of the wedge, aren't we? You know, we've only literally just got up to the monolith. And I know it's only been two months, Daniel, but we've already built this temple around it. And, you know, and I think there's going to be a space station platform with a rocket on the top. <laughs> yeah. It's going yeah, to Mars. I mean, to me, yeah, to me, it, it, things like, uh, it feels like things are moving really fast. Um, and, like, we're not... Um, like I, I, I don't know. Like I, I just, cool. I just know that things in Bitcoin work exponentially. So, I mean, I think, I think that uh, BSV is experiencing exponential growth currently, but it's sort of, you know, at the, that, um, uh, you know, how an exponential curve goes, goes right. Uh, uh, just at the bottom, are you thinking? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, and I, I, I don't see anything that's going to halt the process. At least, um, I, I, I don't, I don't see anything. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, eventually something might happen because economies go up and down. But uh, yeah, what, what I see in BSV is a lot of people who understand Bitcoin really well and who understand it as an economy. And who understand that th they need to be benefiting one another with with mm -hmm. their economic activity, and that's yeah. And and we've just had a comment as well that's just dovetailed into that lovely uh, um, line that you just said there, Daniel. Ukso said, "What are we doing for? Uh, what are they doing for marketing? Building is great, but it won't get anywhere without marketing." Let me tell you what we're doing in marketing because I work in marketing day to day, and it's one of my expertise, sales and marketing, right? So. Not only is there countless marketing groups from the actual businesses that are pioneering and growing business in the BSV space, that's professional paid marketeers doing marketing stuff every day. And we all know marketing stuff is a generic big overarching term I'm using, meaning plenty of different things. Yeah. But there's also... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I've got... I got a... I got to reel them in a bit, right? But there is, there's, a, there's all of us trying to raise awareness, trying to discuss the topics, discuss the important issues, and go through the underpinnings so that we can explain it to people. 
Isn't that true? Yeah. Daniel. You are, well, I mean, uh, I'm happy, happy to answer questions if people have any. Um, yeah, has anyone got any questions? Come on, come on, fire some questions for Daniel. Ukso was happy with that. He thumbed it up. Well, I'm, I'm just, uh, I, I was just un unhappy with how things were before, where where I would try to explain things to people and then they would say that I was an idiot. So <laughs> that's because they still haven't understood it. Don't worry. Yeah. That's not <laughs> we're here to soften the blow for them. You know, the yeah. monologue is so, so huge. It casts a very dark shadow <laughs> and it could be quite scary for the other monkeys. But don't worry, I've got a torch. We'll just wave it at the monologue a bit and say, it's all right, everyone. This Bitcoin's going to crush your universe. <laughs> Good to see okay, the well, <laughs> Anyway, uh, well, how, why, don't we, why don't we end the discussion here and uh, we can yeah. uh, continue when, when more stuff happens. But uh, yeah. I, I don't but, know. I, I think one of the – go on. Oh, I just think I, – I, I think we, uh, we got everything. We yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is the thing. We discussed a little bit about our crypto journeys. Let me finish it up then, Daniel, and we'll close it up and then we can have a little bit of our chit chat. Right. Okay. It's been it's it's been a fantastic few weeks, and there is more splishty splashty waves in the great crypto seas heading the way, but the destination and our velocity is clear. And uh, you know, without each other, we're dead in the water. So it is a massive effort, not just from the businesses but also the community and everyone that we're all clear on this central protocol that's stable, secure and scalable, right? Uh, I think we all agree and we all feel this excitement in this space, this clear vision, there's a clear trajectory forward. And if anything, we want to share these videos to new people out there, to people in crypto, and we just want to inspire. And, you know, it, there's a lot of blue pill moments in these chats. And and I, I expect, Daniel, as we with all of these shows, we get a lot of people coming. You know, we get a halo effect after. So people are coming back. And uh, oh, there's a question for you, buddy. Let me read it out. <laughs> OK. But I'll finish. We're all good people. So don't worry. All right. It is important to establish a global protocol for contactless payments ASAP. Or should we have seven different competing? That's the question, Daniel. Um, Let me read that again. No, I mean, it, it, one, it's better to ha it, one. One is better because if there's one unit, that means everybody in the world is uh, is is competing for for more of that unit, and that means all all of the economic activity in the world is um, effectively is comparing itself to everything else. Um, when you have two coins. Uh, then the, the 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 economies in in each of the different uh, currencies can um they 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 can change they can change with regard to one another because of the values of the coins so no, whenever I think he's, he's he's asking the question in relation to contactless payments this is the kachin guys right so these guys are doing contactless payments he's saying daniel is saying is it important to establish a global protocol for contactless payments asap or should we have seven different competing oh uh sorry i don't know i i didn't understand the question <laughs> so uh, okay so what what i'm making from that and that is actually a pretty good question i he's saying to us right he's saying contactless payments let's say i've got shem payment which is my card and you've 
and I'm a business and you've got Daniel payment. Yeah. Now we both accept BSV. Is that a good thing or should we have a shared protocol that you and I as businesses build on top of? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 I mean, it's better, it's better for there to be standards as far as how people interact with one another. But, you know, how, how do you know which standard is really the best one? So, I mean, they're, they're costs. Got to compete. They're costs. Yeah, they're they're costs. You know? mm. And it, isn't it in the real world that, uh, or the outside world of crypto, <laughs> the real world, <laughs> it's an illusion in crypto. <laughs> yeah. No, um, uh, isn't it so that, that many businesses have different protocols and some of them share protocols and they're all competing and whoever's the winner is the dominant one in the market? Yeah, but I mean, I think I think we're going to see uh, different ways for businesses to interact with one another in Bitcoin because of the greater need for cooperation. So I think that uh, when there is a genuine need for people to sort of settle on a uh, a single standard. I think that we are going to see uh, businesses, you know, sort of recognizing that and wanting to uh, work on something together. And that, and that has to do with um, the need for miners to know about what all of the other miners are doing in order to sort of stay in sync with them. So it, it's it's sort of not 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 going to be as uh like in bitcoin people are going to have to think about one another a lot more and uh because everybody is um connected to the overall value of bitcoin uh for it, it actually makes less sense for businesses to to try to to directly compete on 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 exactly the same thing but instead to very efficiently find their own individual niche um mm. that's that's going to so so that the overall economy as a whole is um uh gets gets the the best benefit out of it and it is isn't it a case though daniel that that you'd then have betamax um fighting against another to, to to take the throne of the dominant technology that that still uses no okay blu-ray you know blu-ray versus the other one and then one of them was whoever's going to win they're still you know they're still using a cd or, or a device but it's just who's using the the protocol or the hardware does that make sense yeah because that's like capitalist that's like they're they're duking it out and then eventually one's going to buckle under and then the standard de facto standard comes into play and you know toshiba sony they all use a blu-ray you know they've chosen or or the economic natural laws of the markets have have chosen who the dominant protocol and technology is yeah you know? and, and so if you were to and if you were to try to invent your own version of blu-ray now you would just be behind and nobody would want it yeah yeah, yeah, and there'll be where. It, so I'm thinking we, in regards to uh, Steen's question there, in regards to whether it's better to have different proto, uh, proto contactless protocols competing or de facto standard. 
Um, for me, it's almost like we've on BSV, um, perhaps another contactless payment will come out by another team somewhere around the world and they will compete and whoever's is the best or maybe perhaps they might discuss with one another and a de facto standard would emerge between them. I don't know. It's it's almost like it's worth just doing it and seeing what happens and sit, letting the let natural laws of, um, you know, but he's saying, but Kim, Pete, with our, with our cards and wearables. Okay. Well, listen, I, I really got to get going. We got to get going <laughs> <laughs> next week. I, ladies I've and gentlemen, too much, I've got too much important work to do. But anyway, I had a great time uh, talking with you today. But um, we'll see you later, ladies when, and gentlemen. When, when, when more easy. stuff happens, we'll we'll let you uh, we'll let you know how we think the experience.